Hello and welcome back to the 32 podcast, the podcast which hopes to make you laugh, smile, and I don't know, feel all the happy emotions when we spill the tea and explain all the things. Today is not a pop culture update. I know that that's very shocking because <laughs> the last few have been, but I have a rather exciting um, let's call it, it's not a life update because nothing's actually like, nothing happened really, but like I met some courage milestones in the last week that I want to share with you. And oddly, I think it like checks off a few of my New Year's resolutions I spoke about with Anna a few months ago. So the beginning of March, we're finally hitting some of those things. Here's a quick word from our sponsor and I'll meet you back. Okay, so not to be dramatic or anything. (laughs) Just kidding. I do mean to be dramatic. This milestone that I reached, and like I realize that we only use the word milestones in like, you know, big life events or like in infants, but truly, I feel like I made a lot of progress with my courage in the last week. And it might be trivial to some, but I do feel like it's a story worth sharing. I do want to point out that this week is not a pop culture update just because I don't personally feel right about talking about, you know, celebrities and in the way that I usually do with the current world climate. And I know you all know what I'm saying. I just, I don't know, something about it just feels a little like I should not this week. So I'm going to share this story with you. My thoughts are constantly with the people of Ukraine and the Russian people who are being forced to do the things they're forced to do and being oppressed and all of these things that it's, it's truly horrible. So please, please know that that's where my mind is sort of this week. And I'm not going to bring you down with that. There's enough of that going on. However, I, I do want to acknowledge it because I just, I feel like so much is happening in the world and maybe I feel that way because of this war going on and maybe the celebrity stuff seems a little less important this week, which I know coming from me is like, are you okay? Like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I just think everything has its role and currently, you know, celebrity pop culture might be taking just like a passenger seat ride. But before I tell my story, just one quick update on our queen, her majesty, is recovered from COVID. She saw William, Kate, and their kids last weekend. Everything is fine with the queen. Literally, God save the queen. Anyway, moving on. Um, our thoughts are with the people of the Ukraine and Ukrainians everywhere. I, I can't imagine what it feels like to see your country and your people go through something like this. It's just, it's horrible. So, moving on. Last week, I had actually a pretty exciting week. I bought tickets for an event months and months ago, and it's been in the forefront of my mind since I bought them because I got to see, not only see, but see and meet one of my favorite podcasters. And I know that sounds odd because you're like, aren't you your favorite podcaster? And like, as self-serving as that is... (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) So 
no, I'm not my own favorite podcaster. I'm probably my mom's favorite podcaster, but I think I'm the only pod she listens to. Oh, no, that's not true because she listens to her priest. Her priest has a, has a podcast. <laughs> so I may still not even be her favorite. Maybe it's Father Ridge. Anyway, I got to meet and see my favorite podcaster. She is also a comedian and she has a comedy show on tour currently. And she came uh, close to where I live. So I got to see her. The backstory to this is that I am a huge fan of the podcast, The Morning Toast. I think I've mentioned them before on the pod, but they are, they're very much like this pod in that they share pop culture. They're very involved in the pop culture influencer spectrum, if you will. And it's two sisters, one's named Claudia, one's named Jackie. The one named Claudia is the one on a comedy tour right now. So they actually are on a podcast hiatus, which like, is it not a dream to be so successful at a podcast that you go on a hiatus? That That's amazing. But Jackie had a baby. So Claudia is out doing her comedy tour. So I have been a fan of this pod for a long time. Been a fan of Claudia's for a long time. My friend Kelly is also a fan of the podcast. She has another friend who has two other friends that are a fans. So first of all, my network of friends is growing. Hello, new friends. So happy to have you. Secondly, it is so nice to be around people who listen to what you listen to. And we mentioned this a lot at Claudia's show. When you talk about someone you don't know, like you know them, to other people who feel like they know them. It's so liberating because I'll say something to my husband or my other friends who don't listen. I'll be like, oh yeah, this podcast I listened to, one of the hosts said, it's like, that's a lot of words. Even for me, that's a lot of words. But with these girls, I could just say, well, Claudia said, well, Jackie said, and they're like, oh, I'm with you hundred percent. Like I know exactly what you're saying. And that is just like, it's like speaking a new language. I love that. I love that for us. So when these tickets were going to go on sale months and months ago, I forget when it was, maybe in October, maybe in September. I don't quite remember. But the five of us were on a group text and we're like, we're buying tickets. This is the city we're going to because three of us live in the same place and two of us don't. So two, two of us were very willing to travel to the other three to go as a group. And it came up like, well, are we going to pay for um, what 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 they call it? Like um, a meet and greet. And the price of the meet and greet is not exorbitant. And let me just say preliminarily that I pay a lot of money for concert tickets. And I know that sounds like uppity and privilege, whatever, but like I refuse to be uncomfortable, to be in the nosebleeds, to be, I refuse to be in an area where I'm not going to enjoy myself at a concert because I only go to concerts or shows that I love the artist. If I am lukewarm on the artist, I'm probably not going. That's just, that's just me. Sporting events are a different topic. And if you forget my sporting event, you know, goings on, go back to listen, go back and listen to the episode from November where I had nosebleed seats and I was terrified. Not the point. So we were talking about the difference between just getting regular seats and getting meet and greet seats. And the meet and greet was not exorbitant. It truly, it wasn't. 
So we were like, let's just go for it. Let's just do it. So we booked, the five of us are in. And then it hits me months ago. I'm like, I am going to meet in person my favorite podcaster. And this person is famous. Like I'll use that word. She is a person of public status. You know, she may not be recognizable on the street as Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton or I don't know who else is super famous. Jennifer Garner, Reese Witherspoon, but like she's, she is a public figure. She's noticeable. So I was like, oh shit, am I going to be able to handle this? And I've been thinking about how I could handle it for months. But what I realized throughout being worried about it, just my anxiety creeping up again, was the fact that like I listen to this podcast every day. They have a Monday through Friday podcast, which like is my dream in life to be so successful and to have a fan base, which is you guys, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Love you, audience. To have a fan base so great, they listen to you every day, five days a week. They do like at least 20 episodes a month. And I know you're saying like that math is not good. Like it should be like 25 or 27. I Okay, fine. But they, sometimes they take long weekends. I don't know. It's not my schedule. It's not my pod. But I'm saying they're very successful. And I just, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I got so excited. Okay, no, we're back. Whew. So I listen to them every day and I feel like I know them. So I'm thinking to myself, if I feel like I know her, it shouldn't be weird meeting her. Okay, so that's that's section one. Section two is I have an SUV that seats five comfortably, like five adults comfortably. When I test drove it the first time, I had my dad sit in the back to see if he would fit because he's 6'2 and he fit. So that's one of the reasons I got my car. And also like big trips to Costco because you couldn't fit like the toilet paper and the paper towels on the same trip if you didn't have a big car. That's just my PSA. So I offered to drive the five of us. And about two days before this, I'm calling it an event because that's how I felt. This show, this comedy show event, whatever. It hits me that in order to get to where we're going, I have to drive over the big scary bridge I never drive over. Which you're like, what's wrong with you? Why would you volunteer to drive and then be like, oh, I'm scared. And you're right. Like, I, that's a total cop out. Like, that's a total, like, crappy thing to do. Like, oh, hey, f- new friends, people whom I've never met, people who have flown and drove to be where I am. I offer to drive you so you don't have to worry about it. And now I am having a panic attack about driving on this road. That is egregious. I totally agree with you. Like that, that is like, come on, like be a big girl. So the show was last Thursday and I keep telling myself like, okay, it's going to be fine. You've driven over this bridge before. It's not going to be a big deal. On the way back, it's going to be dark, so you can't see how high it is. This bridge is high. I talked about it on my episode with Kara. This bridge is tall enough for a cruise ship to fit under. Like, this is no joke. This is like a no-joke bridge. So I'm like, it's going to be fine. I'm going to have a snack. I'm going to drink water, so I'm, I'm going to be hydrated. My blood sugar won't be low. I will have no reason to be anxious other than the fact that this bridge is tall. I'm not going to be worried that, you know, I'm going to have, like, numbness in my fingers, like none of this. Because when you have anxiety, and this is a self-diagnosed problem, by the way, 
But if when you have anxiety, you think about things in a way that don't make sense, but they make sense to you. And I have an internal monologue. I also have an external monologue. (laughs) But I have an internal monologue. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to talk about it on next week's episode because I find it so fascinating. An internal monologue is basically like I hear a voice inside my head and I can talk to it, which you're like, you sound like an insane person. But if you read, like if you're reading a book and you can hear the words in your head, you have an internal monologue also. So just check yourself. So I have an internal monologue and I'm just telling myself like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So I reach out to my friend, Kelly. Shout out to Kelly. I'm going to mention her name a lot in this show. She's the anonymous friend that I (laughs) used to call my anonymous friend (laughs) because I never remembered if it was okay with her if I said her name, but it is. So hi, Kel. She's going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I can cut this out later if she wants. Um, I text Kelly. I'm like, listen, I am aware that you are a good friend to me and I'm aware that you know that I'm afraid of this, but just know that I'm going to do it. Like, I can't look at these new friends I just made and say, I'm a chicken and I can't cross this bridge. Like, literally, like, I can't cross this bridge. And she was like, it's okay. I'm going to sit in the front. We're going to talk through it together. So I'm like, okay. So I'm on my way to pick up Kelly and the new friends. And I hit literally every single red light between my house and our meeting place which is so annoying. I hit every red light. I hit the um, school zone crossings like at four different places. Like I must have passed every single school in my town to get to where I was going, which like I'm all for school zone crossings and like speed limits and all of that. But like some of the, um, what are they called? Like the crosswalk operators are some of the most intense people I've ever seen in my life. And I just, I don't know if that energy needs to be matched or somehow like, just like, just stepped on just a smidge. Like just let's bring that down, that energy. Cause I'm all about keeping kids safe and not letting them get hit by cars. I'm all for that. But like these kids are hauling ass across the street and you chasing after them with your stop sign is a little bit like too much. Not the point. Anyway. So we get there, we load up the car, we have snacks, we have pizza, we have a charcuterie like box. It was beautiful, beautiful setup. I meet the new friends. I love the new friends. Everyone has great outfits on. Speaking of my outfit, by the way, my diatribe last week about shoes, I never found different shoes. I ordered a pair of Steve Madden sandals that were so cute. They were clear and they had like big pearl apple kite on them. So cute. I put them on. I walked around. I made a squish noise everywhere I walked. Like squish, 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 squish. And like, I don't need to walk around with foot farts. Okay. Like, no, I returned the shoes and the man was like, what's wrong with these? And I was like, um, technically nothing, but they make a noise when I walk. And he was like, oh, I'm like, sir, this has nothing to do with me. This would be anybody's problem. I don't know how you're selling any pair of these shoes. Okay. So I wore a pair of white, like, um, I don't want to call them a fashion sneaker because that means that means different things these days. Like Yeezys are a fashion sneaker and they don't look like Yeezys. Like um, just like kid looking sneakers. You know what I'm saying? They're white. They're, they were cute. 
and I wore my high-waisted jeans and my bodysuit and my pink blazer. You know, I looked fire. And even Claudia told me that I looked like I, I had a power outfit on and I, I could have died. I'll get there. So pick everybody up, get in the car, immediately hit traffic. And I was like, oh God. Okay. We're in traffic. It's going to be fine. The horrible thing about where we live is that there's traffic all the time in the spring because there's people who only live here part of the time. They're called snowbirds. They come, they fly south for the winter when it snows where they normally live, like Ohio or Michigan or Massachusetts or New Jersey or New York, like wherever that is, they live. And there's just so many cars and so many people. So we are slowly making our way to this event. It's, it should take us about an hour and 15. It took us two hours, but it's okay. We had to, we had planned for that. We had a lot of padded time to, to move forward. So this bridge does not sneak up on you at all. Like you, you know, you're hitting it like five miles out. So we're on the road. It's a bright and sunny day, not a cloud in the sky. There's no wind, which is great. But also like I was kind of hoping for there to be wind because if the winds are um, quick enough, they shut the bridge down, (laughs) which then it wouldn't be me chickening out. It would have been like a safety problem. I checked the weather a lot and Kelly's very good weather checker and she's like very involved and very informed. So she would have told me, but it was like, definitely, this is the fastest route. The weather is absolutely perfect for you to face your fears. Okay, fine. So in my mind, I'm torn between attempting conversation during my ascent on this bridge or do I just be quiet? I'm not totally sure. We're like two miles out and I can see this bridge and it's so big and it's like, oh my God, this thing looks like a monster every time I see it. And I guess it's beautiful. I'm not totally sure. (laughs) Like I know how some bridges are like absolutely gorgeous, like, you know, London Bridge, the Brooklyn Bridge. Those are absolutely beautiful. This bridge, while, you know, probably a feat of engineering, it's a suspension bridge. So it has all the um, wire rope, you know what I'm saying, the the the, yeah, the wire rope things. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I told you I was going to look up bridges episodes and episodes ago, and I never really got that far, but they have those things. So we're driving, we're driving, and all of a sudden we are headed up. And the thing that freaks me out most about this bridge, it's not the speed you can go because you can go like 90 miles an hour up this ridge because everybody does, because I think everyone's terrified of it, except my husband. He doesn't care. The part that gets me is that you're driving flat and then once you start to like ascend and go up, there's literally a point that your car sounds like you're near like a roller coaster and roller coasters have a high like angle, right? And that's just what it feels like. Like I'm going to fall off. Like my car is going to flip over and fall off. It's the worst. So we're driving. I'm concentrating. My hands are a little sweaty. But I'm holding conversation and I reached the top and then we went down and I did it. And like I celebrated a little bit and I didn't tell my new friends in the car that I was afraid of the bridge until afterwards (laughs) because that wouldn't have looked very good to my new friends. That would have been like, who is the psycho driving us to this comedy show? That doesn't, that's not, I'm trying to be cool you guys. And that wouldn't have been cool with me. So like, I really got up all my courage and I know you're proud of me because you know, heights are not my jam. And you guys know that. 
So made it over the bridge the first time. I think I held some part of conversation. I'm not totally, I don't, I kind of blacked out, but in a way that I was conscious. Like I was like, just get through, don't remember, just get through, don't remember. Just like, just do it. So I just did it. (sighs) Okay. So then we get there, we get to the place that we're having it. We go, we check in, we get wristbands, which is like, I love a wristband. If you have a wristband on, it means you're doing something. It means you're going places. Like I have an all access pass to this event. I have clearance. I have just, I have arrived truly is what it means, I think. And that's probably just me being stuck in my house from COVID for two years rather than like actually arriving or doing anything (laughs) regardless. So we go, it's a meet and greet and we go in and we look at the stage and there's a step and repeat, which is fabulous. Love that. And there's a long line of you know, other followers, other, um, other toasters. That's what we call the morning toast listeners, other Claudia fans and me and another one of my new friends are probably the biggest fans of the five of us. And we're both kind of like, what are we going to say? What are we going to say? What are we going to do? Do we hug her? Can we high five? Like what, what's the protocol? So I ask this lovely event person who I assume is either they work at the theater or they work for Claudia. And I was like, what, what can we do? And she was like, she'll tell you, you know, to, she'll ask to take a picture. She'll sign anything you want to sign. She signed my book that she wrote. So I have that now, which is great. Um, she'll, you know, she'll strike up conversation. And I was like, she's going to talk to us. She's, she is going to tell, she's going to bring a conversation with me. Like that's absolutely wild. So we stand in line. She comes out. It's very exciting. <laughs> like I was like, oh my God, Claude, I love you. And our, we are like the second to last group to meet her. And I'm seeing like pairs of people and groups who will meet her. And people are like crying. And I was like, oh God, like, am I going to cry? Am I going to cry meeting her? I, I don't know. Because as we recall, the last famous person I met, was 16 years ago and I couldn't say anything. So I get nervous again and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to say? What should I do? And my friends were like, you need to tell her you have a podcast. And I was like, okay, wow, that is not something I can do. Like that takes a lot of balls. And like, I don't know that I have the balls. Don't right? Like you're my favorite podcaster, but I started a podcast. Like, and also like, They're top 1% of podcasts, The Morning Toast. I'm bottom 1% and that's being generous. Like, come on. Like, this is – they get more listens in an hour than I have my entire career in a podcast. (laughs) Like, that's crazy. So I was – as we get closer, I'm like, but I think I have to tell her. I think I have to tell her because not only is she my absolute inspiration and I, I, I love her and I listen to her every day. But when am I ever going to get to tell a podcaster that I started a podcast and they're part of my inspiration? Like that's something they want to know. So we go up as a group. We meet her. We talk to her. And she's so pretty, so fabulous. She had this like sparkle outfit on. It was so good. She gives compliments to every single one of us. And I was like, I I can't. You're so absolutely lovely. 
and we all take individual pictures and she was like who's next power blazer and i was like for fuck's sake you said my blazer was powerful like i'm i'm gonna die so i take a picture she sends my book and i look at her i go can i hug you (laughs) i was like i was like jesse from the pear trap like can i hug her but she let me hug her and i I like let go of my hug, but then our hands met, which like, I don't know who was responsible for that. It could have been me. It could have been her. I don't know. But I was like, I just need to tell you since I'm here that I started a podcast and you're my inspiration. And then she asked me, what's it called? And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to tell you the name of my podcast and you might listen to it. And I'm going to have a full fledged panic that I'm not good enough for forever. And she loved the name, which is like, shout out to Alex because Alex created the name. You guys know that. And I was like, I can't believe I told her. I can't believe it. I hugged her. I smelled her. She smelled great. I held her hands. She knows I have a podcast. She told me I was powerful. Never like, uh, like where, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here now? Like to the moon. Like Elon Musk get me on your ship. Like I am ready. Like this is very cool. Like, I, I, I don't like, this is just so like, so great. Like it was so joyful and her show was so flipping funny. I laughed the entire time. Not a single joke was dead. Like it was, it was spectacular. I had an amazing time. My friends had an amazing time. I loved meeting the new friends. It was so, it was so great. I, I just, you guys, I loved it. And I would have loved it regardless if I had met her. But meeting her was just like so, so exciting. And I don't think I've been that excited since pre-COVID. And I know you no one ever wants to hear anymore about like, oh, pre-COVID, post-COVID, like my life before and now I'm hurt or dirt. Which, by the way, my TikTok is bringing up memories of March 2020 because it's March now. And like, nobody wants this. Stop reminding me of the trending songs. Stop reminding me what we were doing. Stop reminding me, because we weren't doing anything. Stop reminding me what we were eating. Sourdough bread and like freaking banana bread. Frothed coffee. Leave it alone. Leave it in 2020. We don't want it. We don't want it. Anyway, but... I bring this up because I truly feel like I lost my mojo in COVID. And part of that has to do, like, you guys, I had a full-fledged panic about my outfit last week. I had a panic about a pair of shoes. That is not pre-COVID me, but that's post-COVID me because I haven't left my house in two years. I haven't needed other shoes. So what I'm saying is this sparked in me this, like, joie de vivre, this joy to like do more things and like literally leave the house, but also like mentally like sign up for more. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. Like be more present in the now and actually do more things. And of course I'm meaning this in a way that like I can't meet famous people and go to comedy shows every week or like go to concerts every week. I mean, I guess I could, but financially it's not really a thing. Cause again, I spend good money on show tickets, obviously, but I'm kind of feeling that like book the trip 
make the plans, you know, sign up for that energy. And I haven't had that in a while. And I'm telling you, this this show really invigorated that for me because I can't remember the last time I made a new friend outside of work. I don't remember the last time I wore a true outfit that I had to plan days in advance. I don't remember, you know, facing two fears in one day. Like, that's a lot. It was overwhelming, oddly. But I kept, and I even looked at my friend and I was like, why did I stop making plans? Like, I'm, this is bringing me so much joy. Why did I stop doing this? And she kind of agreed. She was like, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I get it. We were so stifled. And I'm telling you now, I'm not going to be stifled anymore. I'm freaking leaving the house. I'm doing the things. The next day I went on a walk with a friend. I got donuts, which like shout out to the donut place in my town for gluten-free donuts. I die for you. Like you are, you are exceptional. I, my husband cooked dinner that night. You guys, I'm telling you, we're making moves here. We are making moves. I booked plane tickets to see a friend in a different state. I'm going on a family trip in a few months. I'm, you know, I'm going to another comedy show. I'm going to a concert this year. Like I just need stuff on the calendar. And I remembered truly how happy that made me is to have stuff on the calendar. But I also realized I need to be more active in like making a conscious choice not to stop and not to say no when someone asks me something. Because I feel like I'm a person who will be like, oh, let me think about it, which is not a no. I realize that like saying, let me think about it's not a no, but maybe I need to be a yes person a little more often. You know, yes to let's go out to dinner. Yes to let's, I live in Florida. Let's go to the beach. Yes to this concert. Yes to this event. Yes to this farmer's market. You know, like I just need to do more things. And I think that'll probably help my mental state. (laughs) But I have to say, conquering my fear of that bridge, conquering my fear of heights, conquering my fear of myself looking like an idiot in front of a person of status was cool. Like, oh, and by the way, the lighting on the stage for our step and repeat pictures is the most atrocious lighting. In turn, the most atrocious picture. And I still posted it. First of all, I had to for Claude because like I want her to get all the notoriety and all the exposure she can. Not that she needs my Instagram because I have like, I don't know, 1% of the followers that she does. Maybe even less. But just, you know, promo for Claude, right? But I even got over a fear of like not looking what I think was my best in a picture and still posting it. Like post the photo. You know, go on the excursion do the thing. I bought a bike last week. I'm going to be a bicyclist outside my house because Paul bought a bike and I was jealous of his new bike. So I needed a new bike because my old bike is broken. So, you know, I'm just doing stuff guys. And I feel like in a time where the world is a little, not a little, I'm sorry. In a time where the world is so rocky and horrible. Finding joy in places you can find joy is really important. 
And it may seem trivial to some that, you know, this made me so happy. And, you know, I'm stretching this story to be, I don't know, 40 minutes, which, you know, is something I'm good at. So it's amazing to me why this show hasn't popped off yet. (laughs) It'll happen. I have the fullest faith in myself, I think. But, you know, we all need to find the happiness. And maybe I can meet inspiration for you this week to say yes to the plans, to do the things, make the book, the tickets, do whatever. Because I did talk about that with Anna. We talked about New Year's resolutions and it was like, go on a trip every month, make a new friend. I made three new friends in one day. Four if you count Claudia. Which I don't know that she would count it, but I'm okay. Four. Like I'm counting it. Four. I made four friends, four new friends in one day. That is a lot of friends. Like, that's great. That's good for me. And like, I'm not a social narc. Like, I'm a cool person. So, like, cool. I made four new friends in one day. That's awesome. I faced my fear of heights twice. We had to come back the same route. I had to go over the bridge two times. And I told my husband, and he goes, Really? Like, surprised. I was like, I know. He goes, so you drove over the bridge for new friends, but you won't pick me up from the airport? And I was like, first of all, not the point. But second of all, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, you know, disrespect the new friends. And he was like, oh, okay. I will drive 20 minutes out of the way not to take that bridge when I pick him up from the airport. If I am picking him up from the airport, which, mm, eh, maybe I worked that day. Not the point. Sorry. <sighs> yeah, I'm just proud. I'm just proud of myself, you guys. That's all. That's my whole story. (laughs) And that charcuterie plate we had in the car was absolutely banging. It was great. It had chocolate-covered dehydrated strawberries, multiple types of cheese, olives. Um, There was – I'm currently, you know, a veg, but there was meats on there too. It It was delightful. Truly a delightful experience. And I'm, I'm so glad it happened. And I'm so glad I got to tell you all about it. And I hope you're proud of me. I hope as an audience member, you're like, yeah, my favorite podcaster did a cool thing. It's like, yeah, I did. Thank you very much. <laughs> but that is my story. That's all I got. Let me make sure in my note that that's all I got because I wrote a note to myself. That's it. (laughs) My note says big scary bridge. (laughs) Because it is, you guys. Think of how tall a cruise ship is. It's freaking giant. And I don't know about you, but I don't... I've never been on a cruise. I don't know if I'm ever going to go on a cruise ever after all of this hoopla. You know? I just... I don't know about that. I simply do not know. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the 32 pod. Please, um, please keep the people of the Ukraine, Ukrainians around the world and that whole area of the world in your thoughts and your prayers in your minds, please donate to different causes. If you are able, um, if you are a person who prays, please pray for the health, wellness, and safety of every innocent person involved. Um, it just, you know, it's horrible and it it is hard to feel helpless and it's hard to feel so far away. I do keep seeing a lot of 
posts on social media that are akin to thought processes like, how do I go on with my life when this is happening somewhere else? And not that I have great advice for that. However, I do think, how do I say? I do think people are able to acknowledge a hardship and yet continue to move forward for their own selves and for their own livelihood. You know, the sun rises and sets every single day. The world never stops despite, you know, atrocities that are happening all around the world. And maybe some are, you know, more recognizable than others. But I think if you are feeling that way, if you're feeling a certain discomfort over moving on with your life when you see things like this, and I think maybe feel called to pray for those people, think about those people, give how you can, and, you know, just I don't, there's no right answer, you guys, but I don't think feeling guilty for continuing to do the things you need to do or want to do is, is right either. You know, this, because if this, I don't know, it's, it's easy to apply guilt, but how, helpful physically and emotionally could we be to these people they need resources that we can't provide so as a society we can stand with them and as a, as a people and as humans we can we can love them pray for them support them financially or however we can but the resources they need are not something individual people who are not politicians or leaders of the free world or heads of state can provide, then we are unfortunately taking a back, back, back seat to whatever's happening. So just remember that. And, you know, if someone's on your mind, think of them. That's it. That's all you can do. With that, that is the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening to the 32 podcast. I am honored you are here. If you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, or Google, or wherever you podcast. I think I'm available on a few other platforms, but I don't know what they are. <laughs> if you liked what you heard, please leave a comment. If you did not, please also leave a comment on how I can improve. Um, email me at 32pod at gmail.com. I am on Instagram and TikTok at at 32pod. Hit me up, post to the show. If you want to be on the show, please let me know. And I will be back next Thursday, 7 a.m. drop as always. And remember, it's never too rude to have 32. Bye.